Welcome back to Finding Our Spark, where we share our personal perspective on what it's like to be part of the APIA community while looking into stories from past UF Sparks magazine issues. This is Michelle. And this is Alex. She's back, and today we're going to talk about our personal experiences as Asian American students and answer questions like, were we good students, and did we ever feel pressure to keep up with certain stereotypes? Follow our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for all the episodes, old and new. And follow us on Instagram to get updates on UF Sparks and to see all the beautiful graphics made by our PR team. What kind of student were you as a kid? I was a pretty good student. I was very competitive and my parents really encouraged doing well in school. Nowadays, I'm also pretty competitive, but I'm a lot lazier. I think that comes with age. (laughs) Blame it on the age. Generally, I'm not a competitive person. In elementary school, I had like a competitive phase. You know, the multiplication table or times tables quizzes back in third grade? I would be super competitive. I would try to be the first one to finish and I would compete. And there was always that one kid in my class. I'm competing against him. (laughs) He was also really fast. And I was like, I got to be faster than him. (laughs) So yeah, I definitely had a competitive phase, but generally I'm not really competitive. I think I also got lazy. Mm. What was your favorite school subject? I loved environmental science, history, creative writing, and English. I think I was the top English student in my grade in high school. Oh, how did they, how do you know that? Because I got the highest grade, like the percentile. Oh, like, you know how you get, like, certain points? I got, like, full points in that class, plus extra credit, of, like, all the classes in, like, my grade. And I was her favorite student, so. I didn't know they calculate things like that. They didn't do that for us. (laughs) It's not, like, anything official, but at the end of the year, you get, like, these ceremonies where you get certificates and stuff. And I got the award. Yeah, I got the award for English and creative writing and environmental science. We didn't really have those kind of awards we had like bilingual i forgot what it was called but it was like you take a foreign language class for like more than like three years i think Mm -hmm. because people usually take it for three years and stop there but if you take it for more than three years and get good grades on all those all those years then you get a certificate for that nice but i don't think our school had anything like that at least like not in high school Mm -hmm. so In elementary school, I was really into math. Only in elementary school, I stopped liking it in algebra. I was like, why are you bringing in like shapes for geometry Mm -hmm. and like letters, even though like algebra also had letters, but you know, like algebra was like, it was good, but- I disagree. I don't know about algebra. (laughs) Algebra one. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I liked until algebra one, but like geometry, algebra two and on calculus, no, I know you You said you don't like calculus. I was so that terrible was at math. So bad. I took up to Calc 1, and I don't know how I made it that far, honestly. I don't understand how people take AP Calculus. There was also AP Calculus A, B, B, C, right? Yeah, yeah. Why did they invent such a thing? And why did they separate it into A, B, and B, C? Like, why not A and B? I don't really understand what the acronym is, if there even was any. I'm very thankful they did separate it, though, because I got to learn the easy stuff of calculus. You took AP Calc? Yeah, AP, AB Calc. I, again, I don't know how I made it that far. I haven't taken a math class all of college, I think. My last math class was statistics back in my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. 
and it was like the dual enrollment course so it wasn't ap stats it was like you know college level like intro to stats or stats uh, one yeah i think it was like stats one i took intro to macroeconomics oh god because <sighs> there's macro there's micro i said i'm just gonna take whatever's required and call it a day but yeah that was my last year of high school I mean, I really liked my senior year of high school. I think that was my most chill high school year. Most stressful was junior year. Agreed. Junior year was like, for no good reason, very stressful. Yeah, like, why was it so stressful? <laughs> well, I had a couple reasons, but... <laughs> yeah. A <sighs> couple reasons. But definitely, like, applying to colleges was a big part of it. Fun fact, I only applied to one university. UF? Yeah. That was smart. <laughs> I know. That was a smart thing to do. Why didn't you apply to any other ones? It was an ego move. <laughs> it's like, I'm definitely going to get it. I know. <laughs> I made a lot of bets with my friends. You made bets? I made bets with my friends, and uh, I won the bet, to say the least. So you bet that you only had to apply to one, and yeah. you could get in? Wow. Interesting bet. Wait, how much did you bet? It was bragging rights. Oh, and now you go to a top five public university. Woo! It was top seven when we came in, right? Top ten? Um, I think it was top ten when we came in, like when we were like freshmen. Yeah. But then it got to top seven. To be honest, I don't know how that happened. Uh, like, I didn't do anything. Like but, Yeah, like <laughs> my parents are always like, you're working so hard. That's mm -hmm. why you're now in the top five. And I'm like, did I? <laughs> did I really play a big role in this? <laughs> but... Yeah, and then in middle school, I liked art. One of the easiest classes that I took in middle school. I think middle school, for me, was tougher than high school. Really? It's really weird because in middle school, I remember just like staying up until 2 a.m. almost every day doing homework and studying. That's crazy. Like, why was middle school like that for me? I don't really know why I stayed up until 2 doing homework. I was an engineering and robotics student in middle school, and we did not have that kind of homework. That's crazy. Your school was hardcore. I don't know why. Like, we're just kids, middle school students, preteens. And then when I came to high school, I had a couple fun classes. I really liked AP Psych just because, I don't know, I guess I'm into, like, the human mind. It was the one AP class that I wasn't bored. I liked Chem Honors. I'm going to just say that. Not AP Chem. That's cheating. You can't you can't say you like and don't like one subject. I don't really know how to explain this, but Chem Honors was fun until it started getting hard, which is AP Chem. Mm -hmm. I also like creative writing and like theater, but those two classes were my dual enrollment classes. So they weren't offered at my high school. It was offered at a nearby community college. I don't know. I just like writing. I like creative writing. I also liked theater. That class was really interesting because our homework was to go watch shows, like student shows, and reflect. And then during class, we would also watch like plays, movies, and things like that. What about least favorites? I know we already talked about math, advanced level math. Chemistry and calculus will be the bane of my existence. I took chemistry like five times throughout the course of my life. Why did you take it that many? Dual. I took it twice here at UF. Failed both times. <laughs> it was Wait, did you take most... it the second time because you failed the first yes. time? Yes. <laughs> and then you failed the I second failed time the too. I failed the second time. 
it was so bad and i i took calc ab in my senior year of high school and i like got the requirement for it and then i was pre-med back then so they told me to retake it here at uf and i got a c how is that possible isn't c the passing yeah but i this is the second time taking the class you would have figured like i got an a or at least a b right well, that means we're not meant for STEM. I definitely... Well, I'm still in STEM. Are you? Agricultural science. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm technically uh. still in STEM. <laughs> I also was bored in history. None of my history teachers made history seem fun. I know that history is actually like pretty interesting, but like during class, I just never felt that. I liked history because it was very easy for me. Um, it's a lot easier than math because there's no memorization really. If you know like the story and you can follow along with the story, it just makes sense. And that's how I kind of went about history. I only passed because I did the homework. I was a big homework person. I was like, okay, I know I'm not like super smart, but if I do the homework, then I can at least get a B. I calculated everything. I was like, okay, if I get an A on this assignment, then I'm good to go. <laughs> that takes a certain amount of intelligence, like a certain type of person. Definitely very smart. <laughs> Only when it comes to these things. Like, why didn't I just use that time to actually study? <laughs> Were you in any clubs? I was in a lot of clubs in high school. I was like vice president of Key Club and Multicultural Club. Oh. And president of National Honor Society. And I was just on the Calc team in Muafa Theta, which is a math competition team wow you had a lot of leadership roles yes i was a tryhard in high school i was also in nhs i remember interviewing for a leadership role i think a secretary position it was my first official interview because mm. i was sitting and then people were like in front of me like the e-board and they were just like sitting in like, like an arc position yes in front of you i was like this is pretty intense I was also in Asian club. That club was, I don't know, it, it was on and off. Like, at times we had meetings, but barely. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know if we had an e-board. <laughs> we might have had a president, but I don't think we had anyone else. Do you have a favorite or memorable teacher? My English teacher and my creative writing teacher really loved me. So did my environmental science teacher. But hands down, my favorite teacher would be my algebra 2 teacher and pre-calculus she taught both classes for me but you don't like math <laughs> here's the funny story <laughs> so i came into her class and i hardcore failed all of her exams never did her homework never did any of the classwork never participated and i like came to her after school one day and i was like i want to drop your class and she was like no i'm in not gonna let school. you yeah in high school and she was like, no i'm not gonna let you you're gonna come every single morning to my class before school and I'm gonna make you an A student. You're gonna go to calculus your senior year. Oh. And I did that. I went to school like 45 minutes early every single day, junior and senior year, to study in her classroom. Wow, you were dedicated. I was so dedicated. I was like, well, I, I made would it never to Calc 1. That. I made it to Calc 1. So I don't know how she did it. She's magic. Every day? Like 45 every minutes? Every day. 45 what minutes time, early to school. What time did your class start? Or what time does your school start? 7 40. So I would get to school at around 7. Our high school started 9.30. You get out so late. Yeah, 4.30 is when we get oh out. Oh my gosh. The day felt long. Yeah, I bet. My math teacher from sixth grade, she really liked me. She remembered my birthday and gave me a birthday like gift. 
That's cute, but really random. And then she also wrote a card. And in the card, she wrote her number down saying, oh, if you need any like math help to like call me or text me or whatever. First mm. time that a teacher gave me her number mm-hmm. <laughs> and a birthday gift. So that was pretty memorable. Today, we're going to talk about the star student stereotype article from issue 19. It's about the model minority myth or the star student stereotype. And in the story, it says that the model minority myth is the belief that Asian Americans are an exemplary racial group in the United States, mainly because of their educational and financial success. And it also talks about how it affects Asian American students and their mental health. What do you think about the star student stereotype? Have you ever experienced it? Definitely. I know I worked super hard in high school and middle school to be a really good student. And I feel like a lot of people thought it was just because I was Asian that I was able to achieve a lot. But in reality, it was definitely my family supporting me, my opportunities, and my hard work. Yeah, I just don't understand why people assume that just because we're Asian and we look Asian and we have like an Asian name, we come from an Asian background that will do well in school. Like it takes hard work. Yeah, for sure. And you have to study like everyone else Mm -hmm. in order to achieve that goal. Being born Asian doesn't automatically make you smart. Right. Just got to put that out there. I've definitely experienced the star student stereotype. People, you know, say that it's because you're Asian. I've had a lot of my friends be compared to me It was, it's kind of like really weird because I would hate to hang out at my friend's place when my parents would let me because they would always talk about me and it made me really uncomfortable because they would just say, oh, look at this, like your friend, like she's doing really well in school. Why can't you be like that? Oh, I hate that. Why can't you be like that? It's so awkward and you really don't want to put your friends through that like same position because I know if it was the other way around, they would feel really uncomfortable too. I've had both experiences, Mm -hmm. people saying, oh, why can't you be like that to me? And then people saying to other kids, oh, why can't you be like her referring to me? Yeah. It's a lot of burden Mm -hmm. and a lot of pressure because if people compare you to other kids, it kind of makes you feel like you have to like keep up or do better than other kids. Yeah. Like, why do we have to think about being compared to others? Why can't we just study because we like to? Or study because we want to achieve our own personal goals, not for other people. Right. I hate it when people look at me. They just expect good results out of me. Yeah. I was a pretty diligent student back then. I would always, like, do my homework on time. Like, I would go to extreme lengths to get all my work done on time. Like, you know how in high school, sometimes you would, like, ask other students for, like, homework answers or, like, we would swap answers like you'll do the first half and then they'll do the second half and then you would yeah. swap answers um i did a lot of that <laughs> because like i just wanted to get good grades and i think part of that was because i felt like family and peer pressure i felt like if i didn't get good grades it would be a shame for my parents yeah for sure because you know for parents like they really want to brag about their kids i think all parents are like that Like, they want to tell other people, tell other parents, their friends, that their kid is a good student, and they work really hard, and they earn what they worked for. And I kind of wanted my parents to be able to do that. So as a young kid at heart, I was like, "Ah, so this is what I have to do to make them, you know, feel proud of me. And Mm -hmm. I felt like that's what I had to do. Like, 
study, do well in school, be a good student in order to receive my parents' support and love and compliments and things like that. I think a lot of students feel the same way. Like you don't have to be an Asian American student to feel the same way. I agree. And it has nothing to do with their race or mm -hmm. ethnicity. All right, next topic is our goals for the future. What are your future career goals? That is a very good question, considering I am graduating this December. Mm-hmm, me too. I feel like I should have that down pat, but I do not. From what I've been thinking about so far, I definitely want to pursue communications, videography especially. That's what I'm like studying right now. And I want to work in an environment where it's really supportive, positive. There's a lot of teamwork involved. And I want to be able to help people, like maybe help companies, help individuals, promote their companies, or maybe work for a big corporation where I can help more people and educate people about something, something along those lines. I want to do film production in the future, but, you know, that's for like future, future, like not like right after I graduate, which is like this year, because I feel like I'm not ready yet to work in like a big entertainment company. I would like to get internship, you know, experience, but people are always asking, oh, you have to have previous internship experience. I would like to have previous internship experience, but if you don't accept me, then I mm -hmm. can't <laughs> gain any experience. I think a lot of students feel the same way whenever they're applying for internships and they see that they ask for previous internship experience. Just accept <laughs> me. I want to work at Disney. Oh, that would be so cool. Like, you can kind of tell that I really like being a child and watching, like, <laughs> Disney animation movies. And my mom really wants me to work there. She's like, oh my god, you should work at Disney or DreamWorks. That'd be so cool. Because my mom also likes watching Disney animations. So, it's for both of us. Mm -hmm. I also feel like working at Disney would be really good for film production. I agree. I definitely feel like it's more difficult being ethnic and Asian when looking at the professional industry. I feel like I have to work a lot harder to be kind of considered on the same playing field as other non-ethnic applicants. I feel like when they look at my application and they look at my name, they'll expect me to have like a heavy accent mm -hmm. or to be a first-generation immigrant and to not understand like American culture. And so that kind of puts me at a disadvantage like already just in their mind as like a stereotype. I just wish there weren't such stereotypes. Like, yeah, definitely having an Asian background will probably hinder me just because you don't really see a lot of Asians in yeah. the film industry or like entertainment or media industry. Mm -hmm. There's a lack of Asian representation, which we actually talked about in last week's podcast episode when we talked about Asian entertainment and representation in American media. I know Hollywood is pretty big on like trying to get more representation but they always kind of fail or they just don't do that well enough mm -hmm. yeah i always want to see more asian representation i want to be one of those like end credit names and people are like but you only show up for like two seconds mm -hmm. barely but like i don't care <laughs> <laughs> i more so want to be in the actual like set like working hands-on in the set so I want to be one of the people behind the camera. OK, 
Okay, today we talked about what we're like as Asian American students and what we hope to see in our future career. Next week, we'll travel back in time to our childhood in the early 2000s and have a fun little throwback session. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram and follow our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to stay updated on our episodes. This week, we're going to plug our treasurer application. They're going to open soon on November 1st and will close on November 22nd. We really need someone with experience because financing is rough. This week's thank you note goes out to our teachers, mostly the good ones, for successfully helping us learn and grow, or at least attempting to. We know teaching is a difficult job, so we appreciate your hard work and effort. Thank you and see you next week.